Good morning, everybody, and welcome to this Thursday, the 12th day in January of 2023. I'm your host, Michael Kimmett, bringing you four of the most crucial current events in cyber and technology that you need to make it through, hopefully the back half of your work week. We're going to get started with Twitter. You may have heard that millions of users' Twitter data is available on sale on the dark web. There is a claim that historical flaws at Twitter allowed criminals to steal all of the users' data, which would include things like posts, usernames, um, and other sensitive data. Well, Twitter said yesterday, on Wednesday, that their investigation found no evidence that the data being sold online was exploited by vulnerabilities in its own systems. Twitter is saying that the most likely scenario is that threat actors aggregated all of this data that's available online from different sources. They didn't uh, allude to what those different sources are, but if you have an account with other social media elements, there's a lot of online scraping tools that pull your data from blogs, all sorts of other details as well. So criminals could have gathered and aggregated all that data and are trying to sell it as, quote, Twitter data to make money. It's unclear at this point. What you need to know is that if you put data online, whether it's on Twitter, whether it's on a meta platform, whether it's on some blog, criminals can and often do aggregate that data, try to sell it to someone who might want to target you. So the less data that you put online, the better it is for you, because even though something is, quote, secure, it might not be if it has a flaw, even if that company has a good reputation for being security-minded. We're going to move to the UK, where the British multinational postal service, Royal Mail, which is a packaging courier service, uh, they announced that their services for international export are temporarily unavailable. They cannot send items overseas. And this is after a cyber incident. Now, we don't know what the cyber incident is at this point, although it looks and smells like ransomware based on how it's playing out. So that is a bit of speculation, but again, based on these historical trends, the most likely scenario. So if you have purchased something from Britain, there may be a large delay as their post service, in this case, Royal Mail, deals with a cybersecurity incident. So a real-world impact to a cybersecurity incident, and sometimes you may not know if something's coming from Britain. Sometimes online services or shops, it's unclear exactly where they're shipping from to you. It's not always as transparent as we might think. So if your package is delayed, it could be because cybercrime is occurring. So a minute ago, we said, hey, even if you think something's private, it might not be. And there is a group of researchers from a company called Eth Zurich that are saying that a privacy-focused communications application called Threema might not be as secure as people had thought. Now, Threema is a um, Swiss government-sponsored communication platform with over 10 million users globally. And what's interesting here is that Threema had a number of findings that uh, basically compromised the secure end-to-end -end communications portions of their platform. Now, good news is that Threema has already fixed all of these issues that the researchers have now disclosed. So the researchers followed a good process to allow Threema to fix 
the security of their platform before blasting it to the world for everyone to go exploit and steal your data. Now, interestingly, Threema released a statement saying that although um, these are real issues, that they did affix these issues, that the, quote, historical importance overall do not have considerable, quote, real-world impact. Now, that's an interesting statement because Threema is trying to sell a product, so they don't want to acknowledge that, hey, yes, our secure platform is not as secure as we're saying it is. So even though they say there's no real-world impact, you might want to take that with a grain of salt. Because, again, any platform is going to be poked and prodded by researchers and by criminals. Flaws may be found. It's important that these companies fix these flaws before they're exploited to help keep you safe, not claim that there's no flaws to begin with, or that, hey, it was a flaw, but it didn't actually impact your data. Because recently, companies like LastPass, who manage passwords, initially said, hey, this incident doesn't really impact passwords. Later had to walk that statement back, because cyber criminals are very crafty, these investigations take time. So understanding that although if you're a Threema user, good for you, it's a great product and platform, you might want to know that your data may have been potentially exposed on a flaw the platform did have, although there's no evidence that it was currently abused. We're going to end today on a piece of technology that was abused. There is a group of actors that hit the scene in 2022, and they caused havoc. They've been called many things, Scattered Swine, Octopus, and most recently Scattered Spider. And Scattered Spider is notable because they abuse trusted relationships with large companies. They are responsible for the Twilio breach, where Twilio employees received a text message that said, hey, you need to authenticate. It's a common way to do it. And they set up a domain that mimicked the technology that's used in that process. So employees were like, yeah, I know that name. Click. When they do, they gain access to uh, a corporate network. They move through the corporate network looking for what appears to be financial gain. Long story short, fast forward a few months into December, and research and security firm CrowdStrike is saying that they have observed something new that Scattered Spider is doing. They're abusing an Intel Ethernet Diagnostics driver. This is usually specific to Windows. Uh, Windows had a uh, function there. And by abusing it, this kind of attack is called bring your own vulnerable driver. Now, why this matters is because this vulnerability is from 2015. And so that vulnerability has a patch. So again, you need to, if you run a network or if you operate a computer, Windows will auto-update this for you. This is most commonly still exposed in large organizations who don't patch things like servers because it's a manual process versus the consumer who just clicks auto-update. So again, what you need to know is that criminals are active. They're using new and novel techniques, but they're often reaching as far back as seven years ago to exploit flaws that they find to help them gain access to networks, in this case, large corporate networks, uh, to steal data, to look for things that are valuable to them. Again, the scattered uh, spider doesn't appear at this point to be deploying ransomware. They seem to be looking for access. Um, a lot of their activity seems to be cryptocurrency focused. And so there's definitely more to follow from this group. But what you need to know is that we are uncovering more and more of their tactics so that we can help the greater good defend themselves from this fairly new group. 
That'll do it for me today. Thank you all so very much. Have a fantastic and outstanding Thursday. Hopefully you only have one more day left in the work week. So until then, stay safe, stay strong, stay healthy. Michael Kimmett signing off. Ciao. Welcome back, listeners. Today's tip of the cap goes to the Georgia Bulldogs out of, as the name implies, Georgia. Their college is the nation's best American national football team at the collegiate level following their victory over TCU. An stunning defeat of TCU with a rampant score of 65 points to single-digit score on the TCU side, the Bulldogs become the national champions, and for their dedication, their perseverance, and their ability to show that uh, schools in Georgia can be national champions repeatedly, a sincere tip of the cap for your hard work, and please keep on footballing.